Fierce Fan Media. All day long. That is rough. It is sucks balls, man. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Weekly Wind Down. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I'm Erin, the geeky gal pal. I'm Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so tonight I am drinking. You guys sucker for marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Got this at Trader Always. Joe's. It's called Ratified and Repealed. It's a California red wine, 2018. Check this out. Isn't that fun? Oh, it's in a cool. fun bottle. It is. Cool. Yeah. I like that. It's like better than apothic, not quite. Like it's a really good $10 wine, if that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'll, always I'll, good. I'll let everyone know if I end up with a headache from it, but <laughs> it's a decent $10 wine. The taste wise is is good. Nice. Um, I'm drinking the old trusty hard shard. <laughs> hard shard. <laughs> Our chart <laughs> always reminds me of land shark. <laughs> From it reminds you of that that doesn't remind you of a shark. Well, no. Okay. I I mean <laughs> I don't do a lot of sharding. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a lie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, I'm drinking vodka. Surprise! <laughs> surprise! Surprise! Tito's. <laughs> Tito! Tito hey, Vodka. I'm just drinking water. I have to get up really early in the morning. Mom wants to go to Sam's Club at 8 a.m. <gasps> Beat the rush? <laughs> well, there's like, they're doing Did like bring a... bring your AARP card with you? Or? I know, right? Like <laughs> they're, they're doing like a pre-football sale. And mom wants to get there before anybody else gets there. So everything's not picked through. So makes sense. I mean, I imagine we're going to go to um, Sam's at eight, and we'll be drinking by about nine thirty. So that's that's I my mean, plan. I mean, that sounds that sounds okay. Yeah. I'd do that. I'd do that. Yeah, you so, got a full agenda tomorrow. Yeah, I'm real. I'm gonna be real busy. <laughs> it's like it's like on a was that old school when he's like, yeah, we got a lot going on. <laughs> Depot. Oh, I don't know if we're gonna have time. I don't know if we might go to Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe swing in through Applebee's. I don't know. It could get crazy. You, know what? you, could, get, you could get your chicken wonton tacos. Oh, man. <laughs> I might actually do that. That's a really good idea. Those are fantastic. Watch your money. It's in my budget. <laughs> All right. So let's get started. Stacy, we're going to start with you. Pop culture. Eight minutes. Go. Oh geez. Okay. Um, so <laughs> does no one Netflix, emails? I did. I didn't okay. know you were I know I was top of the list. I didn't know I was gonna go first, but that's fine. So Netflix announced that they're not gonna do password sharing anymore. So they're cracking down and people are freaking out because well, number one, like who doesn't share their Netflix password? Like I don't think I do. I've got so I many do. people on my Netflix, I think it's full. <laughs> Well, it's just like families, like of course, like Like Katie's on mine. I mean, but she used to live here, right? Like, so it's like then she left, so she took the password with her. Like, 
I'm not right. gonna tell her no. Well, what about I've what are they like gonna do with like kids on in, every single one of my accounts? What are they gonna do with right. like kids in college though? Well, that's the big thing that that's the big complaint. Like my kid who's on a navy base, you know, like the big complaint is people don't you can be part of a family and not live in the same household. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So hold on, I don't know if my dog's about to bark. Yeah, I'm gonna be real oh, mad if I have to give up Julie's HBO password. We we family. We I family know, Netflix is I gonna realize. Think H- yeah, Real HBO's quick. not going to do it. I've got yeah. everybody yeah. on so many of my accounts. It's not going to work for them so right. fast. Like, because so what they're doing is they're logging everybody out of their accounts every 30 days. So, in like the first of the month, you'll have to re log in to everything you own with oh, Netflix. No. And I'm you not know, doing like that. on your phone, you can save your passwords, but on your TV, you know how annoying it is to log into uh-huh. shit on your TV. So like I'll be going straight to Apple TV. No thanks. Yeah. I think that they're gonna realize they're gonna lose customers and a lot of people are gonna be mad and like it's just not gonna work for them. So you I don't know, see how any they're other gonna control service. that. I don't I don't understand. So then well they say that, that you're gonna have to log back in. <laughs> There's a bear in your house. <laughs> Clark, Clark Griswold. <laughs> um there uh I, they say that you're going to have to log back in at your in your home network, right? So wherever the account is owned, you have to log back in on that network. Here's how they're doing I, it. So wow. my friend Amy had YouTube TV, right? And she was like, "Hey, I can add up to five family members. Do you want my password information?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's how I watch football games." Because mom got rid of her cable, so I had to like figure out a way to watch football right. games. And it knew when I logged in here. Obviously, I'm not in Pennsylvania. So it was like you have 30 days to re-log in, in Pennsylvania. Like you can be on vacation, right. but I had to be my home account needs to be logged in in Pennsylvania. Right. Right. So they're gonna go off like your IP address. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how Hulu Live is. Because we signed up for Hulu Live and I was like, oh Katie, I'll just share it with you. Like, no big deal. And I she logged in and it was like uh this is not your home network. Like you only, I think it was only five days for Hulu and like you had to log back in at your home network. And I was like, fuck that. Like, that's just annoying. Well, the crazy thing is I was like, well, it's whatever. It's a championship game. Like I'm sure I can still watch it on YouTube live or whatever. It's it like cut off my access altogether. I had to get sling TV. Oh, I was just going to say, it's always available on Paramount over here. Like Katie has Paramount TV. So I have her Paramount TV account. And I could have given you that. Peacock. Peacock's only $6.99. Yeah. But and does it have get... live, like, local football? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, Peacock. I didn't know. Roku has live TV, too. Yeah. I'm canceling my YouTube TV because it's $60 a freaking month. Sling was only 20 so. Well, that's not bad. And there's a lot of other channels oh, on Sling. Yeah, but it goes up to 40 next month, so I'll be... It was an Roku introductory Roku doesn't even offer. have a monthly yeah. charge. Like, you just buy your Roku and then hook it up. Like... And it has live TV. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's but really nice. I, I just think Netflix is going to realize, like, this is not a moneymaker like they think it's going to be. So I have a question for you all. Do you watch Netflix a lot? Because I don't. We, I do. My kid does. Okay. All right. I feel like there's, like, every once in a while there's good shows. Like, Wednesday, right. obviously, was great. Right. right. But Hulu is not, or I mean, Netflix is not all that anymore. They used to be the top streaming. They were the first. Yeah, but now but I like that they drop them all. 
Yeah, they, yeah, you enjoy all that. the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah they don't that. make you wait a week, but mm-hmm. I feel like they're they've like had competition now for years, and they need to realize they're not top dog anymore. Like, let's be honest: if someone was like gun your head, you have to give up. Like, I would rather have HBO and Apple Same. TV than Netflix. Same, oh, yeah. Same. Like sure. HBO puts out way better series than way Netflix better. does. Way better. Way, yeah. way better. Who the only reason you? I keep it is because of freaking because Lincoln, there's like their kids' channels on Netflix. He's there's like a really melon cookie cuckoo. He's he's outgrown yeah. that, thank God. But no, they uh <laughs> well, I don't even I can't even say that's true. The majority of stuff he watches now is on Disney. Yeah. Mm. Disney's well, got a great selection of stuff. Mm-hmm. Roku has children's like 24 hour live TV and it's oh, by um show instead of by channel because we're trying to find like we don't watch it very often but we're trying to find um Adult Swim on there and it actually oh, yeah. goes by show so it's like the Coco Melon channel is on 24/7 like But it's free. Disney's going up to $110 a year though. They're going, they're making a jump. They went from $60 a a year to starting on March. So here's, I told Lincoln yesterday, I got the email that like starting March 2nd or whatever, your um, Disney is going to cost $110 a year from 60 bucks. So they almost doubled it. So I told him, I was like, I'm canceling Disney. And of course he started crying. So um, I was like, okay, well, you're gonna have to start doing chores around the house. So now he has to feed the dogs and stuff. I gave him chores to do if he wants to keep Disney. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> he has to earn his Disney. Yeah. No, but I agree, with you. Now. I agree with you, Jackie, though. I would, I would much rather keep like HBO Max or Hulu or something like that than Netflix. Mm-hmm. The, only re- the only shows that I've like obsessively loved on Netflix are Ozark and I can't even think of another show that I like could not wait good Wednesday was good yes but I mean like that I was like salivating for Grace and Frankie yeah Grace and Frankie's great but -hmm. I'm just saying like the show that like blew my mind would have been Ozark like that was the show that like I could not wait to get it back but beyond that, like all the other shows that I've been like, that is one of the best shows I've ever seen on TV, have ever been on Apple TV and HBO and Hulu because The Handmaid's Tale. But mm. beyond that, I like I'm Hulu like, for true crime documentaries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really I like Hulu. I don't understand why I get Netflix's idea behind it because they're thinking, oh, all these new people are going to sign up. But I don't think that's what the case. I think a lot of people are going to be like, you know what? I don't need. Well, Netflix. no, because they're not putting out decent content anymore. No, they're not. And like some of their, the only yep. time I've thought that their content was okay was some of their movies have been decent. Yeah. But nothing mm-hmm. has been like mind blowing where I've been like, that was amazing. That was the best movie I've seen in a while. That has not happened. And that's, it's like, so you're basically going to charge me more for dollar store goods. Like, no. Well, and here's the thing too. If there's a if something that comes out that you really 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 want to see, sign up for for one month so you pay fifteen bucks, watch it, and then cancel it. Get rid, right? Like because they drop it all at once, so you Mm -hmm. can do that very easily. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna Netflix or not. I'm gonna have to ask Aaron. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I'll I'll let you know. I'll let you know if it's in the budget. So another exciting thing that happened was um, they caught the guy that stole the two monkeys from the Dallas Zoo. 
He is a 24-year-old. His last name is Irvin. Not to be cute, confused with Steve Irwin. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> no, no relation. He was he like monkeys. He, the reading the article was like <laughs> watching a cartoon. Okay. This dude, like he goes in and he cuts the cage open and he stole two little like pocket sized monkeys uh-huh. and he takes them and he little hides monkeys. them in the bathroom at, <laughs> there's like a property across the street from his house that's owned by a church. And so it's vacant. The house is vacant. And so he hid them in the bathroom and then he goes back to the zoo and he's asking the employees, like, so how do you catch them? What do you feed them? Like, asking, like, really weird, stupid what questions. Like, giving himself away. He also, there were, like, That's weird funny. things happening around the zoo that they think he did, too. So there was a hole cut into the cage of a leopard that escaped, but they caught it within the zoo. And they said it was never a threat to the public, but I'm like, how is a leopard not? You know, there was also a vulture that died of a mysterious wound, they think was his fault. And there was another hole cut into another little monkey's cage. So they think he was planning on stealing a lot. And when they went to the place, they found otter food, like fish flake food for otters and feeder fish. So they're not sure what he was going to feed with these things. Um. (laughs) but like reading the article was literally like this sounds like a cartoon and he's sneaking in with like a nose and glasses on and a mustache and he's like so what do you feed these guys how do you Ah. catch them once you uh have them does he have some type of like learning disability i was gonna ask that no he's just a dumb kid he was 24 years old wow yeah that's So, so weird like why, they were able, to, they were able to catch him using um facial recognition and warning other places of what he did and telling the public um and he went to the aquarium and he was asking really strange questions at the aquarium and that's what tipped them off and they said i think we have your guy <laughs> <laughs> how do you catch a shark <laughs> right <laughs> so let's say i had a shark like what would i feed it <laughs> like would i feed it fish flake food or would i feed it fish <laughs> or would i feed it small what monkeys it? what would i feed it <laughs> like they have little pocket size the really cute ones that have like white mustaches oh I yeah, yeah what they're called Aww. it's like tamarind um um something monkeys the just cute little black and white monkeys yeah and so they were returned but they got them back they are unharmed but they did lose a little bit of weight so they're in quarantine right now putting weight back on (laughs) making sure they're okay that is so funny i'm glad they weren't harmed and the story turned out okay yeah yeah they also found in the house with him they found Pigeons dead and alive and cats. Oh, oh, for Christ's sake. Yeah. What the fuck? So is I think wrong he had like people? moved moved on from animals he could find. So you're and telling me like I want weird. A stuff. human being encountered a, a trash bird and was like, <laughs> I need it, it's mine, I'm taking it home. I, I need to keep this. <laughs> I need to keep it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, what do you see the most of out in the wild? Stray cats and pigeons, right? So, sure. I mean, that was just no, the tr- easiest yeah. thing to grab, I guess. 
The cat's really like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm surprised he was able to catch him. Right. Like, I mean, like, I'm guessing movie. he probably cut a hole in the fence. They're saying they know exactly how he did it, exactly how he got them out without being noticed, but they're not letting the public know in case there's a person with like one higher IQ out this there. This guy's going to go to prison. Copycat. What did you yeah. go to prison for? I stole some monkeys. Right. right. Like, what the fuck? Have you guys ever seen the movie Outbreak? Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker stole a monkey, and that didn't turn out so well nope. for a town in California. I'm just no. saying. I should have watched that before. And I'm really glad the leopard didn't get out into like the neighborhood sure. surrounding sure. the zoo. I kind of yeah, wish sure. it was a cougar. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> womp, womp. Don't you have one of those at home already? I do. Don't <laughs> be greedy. You've already got one. Yeah. <laughs> she was very hard to tame. <laughs> The last thing I wanted to talk about was this um, Chinese um, balloon that is supposedly spying on the U.S. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are. So the <laughs> so the Chinese are saying that they it's a weather balloon. It's just for meteorology. And it was blown off course. It is not a danger, and they're just trying to learn about the weather. And the mechanical part of it that's supposedly spying on us is the size of two to three U.S. school buses. And the balloon that's holding it up is bigger than that. And it's it was blown off course, and it's powered by solar, so they can't say it's going to run out of juice because it's just going to keep going. And it has like a a propeller like a rotor that's keeping it going but is not super accurate so they can't control it it's not by like a remote so it just happened to blow over here i guess president biden was like shoot it down i don't care but (laughs) people in the pentagon were like yeah no we can't do that because it's the size of two or three school buses and it will fall and hurt people or buildings or whatever so that's not safe to do so we can't do that um but the Chinese are also saying, like, we can't call it back in. Don't worry, it's harmless. So I'm curious if you guys think, like, is it really harmless? Or is it, like, the perfect ploy to say, oh, it's just for weather. Just ignore that when really it's spying on us. I think two things are true. I think it's real coincidental that it's right over one of our nuclear rocket facilities in Montana. Just yes. saying that's a, that's a just mighty chilling. big coincidence. Right, yeah. Right? And like it's two, not over like it's not over like the Mall of America, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like I, it's. And I also think they probably slipped in some technology to pick up what they could when launching a weather balloon. So they have like, yes, I think if you were to like look at it, that's probably also what it's picking up. And right. there's some other technology in there that is. Right. It's just real coincidental that it's over our nuclear. Well, to be fair, though, it's gone over part of a lot of the United States. So like it it was over that part of Montana, but it was also over lots of other parts of the United States. So coincidentally, like it happened to go over that part of Montana or was it like planned? Planned. I mean, what are they going over in Idaho? Potato fields? Like, I mean, it would be it would be a stupid thing to get caught lying about because if we did decide to shoot it down. I don't know why we, we don't. We would obviously keep it and see what's in there, right? Like, 
I, I don't think it's nefarious as some people are making it sound. And I also think they're shady as fuck. And they were probably trying to gather whatever they could. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle of all of it. And am I worried? No, because I think the Chinese are already spying on us. I mean, TikTok is a Chinese developed app. They have all of our faces, all of our algorithms, everything that we like. Like, if they were truly trying to infiltrate something in the United States, they're not going to send up a school size, school bus size balloon that we wouldn't notice. But I think that's also probably has some questionable technology in there. Right. That is capable of doing things. Right. Right. I agree. I don't think it's like going to explode. I don't think it's a bomb of any kind or whatever. Like, no. I think it's it's like gathering data. Yeah. Period. Gathering like, data. Yes. Whether all the it's data. Weather or what it sees. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. gathering data. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. gathering. But they also data. said that they think that it's high enough up there that it's comparable, and the technology that like China has, it's comparable to one of our satellites anyway, or one of their satellites anyway. So like. Yeah, they already have super spy satellites. Like Chinese know everything we're doing. Right. So then why send this like silly balloon out if they already have the satellites that are showing m- the same, if not more stuff? I it- think. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I truly think that as in the rest of the world that knows that America is so divided. That they, if they, they sent it out there and they thought, you know what, we're going to see what happens. And now they're seeing that Republicans are like, Trump would have shut it down. And (laughs) Biden, Biden's being a pussy essentially. And he's not shooting it down and yada, yada, yada. Like, I think essentially like they sent it out there. They thought, what the hell, you know, we'll see what happens. And now they're seeing like, it's dividing America so it's like once a test. again. Yeah. Like I a truly, test to see what we would do. I, I think, I think at the end of the day, anything that happens from another country to us is them testing America because America's supposed to be this huge powerhouse, but we're so divided right now that how like can you that be answer. a huge powerhouse? I think it's probably also gathering information about roads and um different transportation access areas and topography that they may not necessarily rely on the google imagery for like they want their own footage i think that yes it could be like a mapping weather balloon but i don't know what they're using it for yeah like why do you need to know our weather worry about your own weather china (laughs) another thing i thought was interesting is they were saying that it kind of sparked a debate about what aerial space we can claim as our own. Like how far straight up and like what size area can we claim as ours and how high can you go and say that's like United States like property. Well, that gets into like the FAA and stuff and like, yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting though to think about. It is interesting. No, for sure. I think this whole thing is really interesting. I personally think that it's really interesting that like they give a shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Like ultimately they already know, they know what's going on. Like you said, Jackie, they have other ways of gathering information. So I just think it's really interesting that this has happened and it's probably a mistake, but because they've armed it with all this other like uh, information gathering devices, it's like, you know, 
it's almost like um, we're going to send up a weather balloon, but let's also put this other stuff on there just in case anything ever happens. So if it were to go outside of our, our atmosphere, like our little Chinese, little large Chinese atmosphere, like what, what, what could we pick up? Like I could just see that like yeah. happening in some lab somewhere. Yeah. Like, maybe the they totally sent it out. Like, let's just see what happens. Let's see how it divides the country. I mean, Let's see honestly. how they respond. Let's see if they Let's shoot go it down. The Let's United see what we <laughs> Honestly, right? They right. some douchebag was like, like your annoying just... little sister popping in right. your room, being like, "What <laughs> right. you doing?" Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, did you see the? Did you find your pants? What yeah. pants? You know, your pants you were. I didn't even know I was missing pants. Well, you're missing pants. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. You know, like, you're like, oh my god, she's got my fucking pants. And she doesn't have your pants. Like, that's what it is. Your fucking little sister. Good call. Yeah, I agree. That's what it is. All right, <gasps> Aaron. Oh. What the fuck is going on in Florida? I mean, not just like generally. I mean, it's very specifically, like like Ron DeSantis. Like, yeah. yeah, like what? Oh, I thought we were going to talk about that weird period tracking thing with the. Oh high no, school. we are. Oh, that's we what are. We're doing. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that and he's trying to make it so guns don't need a permit at all. Um, obviously, uh, banning AP African American studies. Um, I'm. I'm. I, I I mean, like, I guess I should say this is what's happening. Like, so Ron DeSantis is, is a fucking fascist piece of shit. Nazi dick fuck. And um, I hope, I mean, I know he's not listening, but I hope he gets back to him. Like, I fucking hate you. You want my address, Ron? Come and fucking get it. Um, so he, the the Florida high school... Uh, athletic administration, athletic association, essentially, um, has decided that they're going to make it mandatory that all female students have to report, well, all female student athletes have to report on their physical form um, their menstrual cycles. Um, If they've started, if they haven't, yada, yada, yada. Um, I thought it was all females. No, they can only it's do just, it if they're, it's just yeah. athletes to keep. Yeah, just athletes. Why the okay. fuck does that matter? To right. To keep um, trans well, women out of yes, sports. To keep trans women out of sports. And also Wait, to ultimately so, track women's menstrual yeah. cycles so they know whether or not kids are having abortions. Yeah. Like, this is the fucking Handmaid's Tale. It ultimately is that. And that is what's so fucking scary is that. Well, hey, Margaret Atwood, fucking preach, baby. You're a fucking amazing lady. You, she saw this all happening when she wrote this book, and mm-hmm. it's happening. It's fucking this got happening. approved. He's yeah, a governor. Unfortunately, it's up yeah. To him. And, and the Florida High School Athletic Associ- Association is run by a bunch of Ron DeSantis supporting motherfucks. We're gonna be fucking next. We have Aunt Lydia running our fucking state right now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you do. Oh and, my god! And the ultimately, what is the scariest thing about all of this is that Jackie said this years ago. The I scariest did. thing is a smoother talker, better looking Trump, and that is what Ron DeSantis is. I'm not saying he's attractive because he's not. He looks like a fucking cabbage. Sure. And he's like a bag of hair. Like he's just a bag of hair. A bag of pubes. Like a cabbage. Like I bet I he smells like him. cabbage farts. Oh, those are the worst. Those are the worst <laughs> parts. 
Like, it doesn't matter. Like, marinated in hot dog water, oh. cabbage oh. farts. Oh, my God. Like, you can't Ew. <laughs> You're welcome. Fart. A Brussels sprout fart is the worst fart you'll ever fart. And that is Ron DeSantis. He is a fucking Gene Copeland Brussels spart- sprout fart. I hope she's listening. She's not, but I'm going to make her. I'm going to tell her to listen to this one. Like, I literally, I, I'm so scared. Because he could be our next president. And that is frightening. Like, it is so fucking scary because, like, we're already. And 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 on top of that, the, the book ban that's in place, like, teachers of all ages, of all, uh, all grades are having to essentially clear out their own personal book libraries in their classrooms. Because all of these books have to be approved by a media specialist. Because all of these, some like so many books have been banned in the state of Florida. Like that's horrific. It's horrific. I literally said because I mean, like freedom, all for your freedom. All We're for, gonna ban yeah, books. Yeah, like you're not allowed to do any of this because you're free. Mm-hmm. I what saw a guy like post on I think it was Facebook that said all kids pay attention right now like high school kids go get your banned book list and go read all those books and figure out what it is they're trying to hide from you so there's actually libraries in new york and california that um if you're in one of the states where books are being banned right now the libraries will mail you out of state books from the banned book list like via mail that you can return uh through the post if you will (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you can still check out books on the banned book list from California. Yeah, I would York. fund that. I would it, donate to that. It's so, it's so, it's so frustrating because I, I mean, obviously we Floridians as a whole voted Ron DeSantis back in as governor. And it's just, it's just so interesting to me. I don't understand it. I just don't get it. I don't understand how someone who's for small government who says that's why I'm a Republican. I want small government. I don't want the government in in anything that they don't need to be in. But you want them in your books? You want them in because your Because he's not, he's a neo-fascist. Right, exactly. But the but the people that voted for him is what I'm saying. Like Ron DeSantis is not a Republican, like old school Republican. He is they don't exist proper, anymore. Yeah, they don't they really don't. And it's unfortunate because some of the like we've talked about about before, some of those uh, those older old school Republican ideals. Like I don't necessarily disagree with some of them, right? Like I'm, I would like to think that I'm fiscally conservative, you know, like I don't want to spend every ounce of money that ever comes up. Julie, are you listening? I don't want to spend every ounce of money that ever comes in. Like, I just think like, it's important that. Well, you don't we, want to take people's guns. You think certain people should know, have guns. Right. I think right. we, sh- we do have a second amendment right to bear mm-hmm. arms. Like, I don't think that it's, it should be every single gun should be, have to be turned in. Um, but at the same time, like, that is not the case anymore. Like, I mean, not even to just like sw- sway from Ron, but did you see how like Trumper House of Representatives are wearing like the AR-15s AR instead of American pins? flag lapels like, now? What the fuck? They like, took off their American flags on their suits, congressmen, and replaced yes. them with AR-15 pins. It is Whoa. disgusting. Like, 
after how many mass shootings have happened in the United States and it's only February fucking third, like in the year and how many people have died? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's just disgusting. It's disgusting. And Ron DeSantis now wants to take away the, that you need to have a permit to own a fucking gun in this country, in this fucking state. And that's bullshit. It's just, it's scary. It's really scary. And I'm telling you right now, if I were a parent and I had a child that needed to be in school, I would be leaving Florida in a heartbeat. And if Gail didn't want to leave, I would be divorcing her ass. And I told her that last night. I said, listen, I love you. You're my wife. <laughs> but <laughs> I would fucking leave you in a heartbeat if you didn't want to leave the state right now. Like well, if like we had a kid. I'm wondering, is there an army of angry moms that are like. Yeah, there are a lot of moms to fill out these athletic forms. There's a lot of moms, a lot of, a lot of moms that don't want to fill the forms out. A lot of moms that don't want to listen to the book bans. There are a lot of teachers that are just fucking furious about this. I mean, that's good, but in the end, is it just going to be punishing all these girls that just want to play sports? Because they're going to say, okay, you don't want to fill it out. Your kid's not playing sports. 100%. That's exactly what's going to happen. And what ultimately will need to happen in the state of Florida and what we should probably do is open up more club sports in Florida. Because Mm -hmm. you know what? I don't need you to fill out that fucking part of your physical. You want to play club volleyball with me? Come fucking do it. I will will travel. You're going to have time on your hands soon. I really am. I should fucking do that. Maybe I will. Maybe that's how I make my next million. My next so, million. So I'm all confused. Million. So they have to put down oh. their cycle or mm-hmm. if or if yeah. they just started their period or not. All of the above. If you started your period, yes. When your last cycle was. Now they're giving this to like the doctor or the school. No, the, the coach. School. The school, like the school, like what? you. What? Because I would yeah. understand if you going for your physical at for a certain sure. age, totally. they yeah. ask you, like, right. hey, you've got to start a No, but there's yet. like a Florida high school athletic association. You know, like the permission slips you have to fill out to play sports at school. Yeah. And you have yeah. to be like, physicals. yeah, sports fills physicals. And normally it's just like, hey, I got a note from my doctor. I'm cleared to play. I'm all good. Right. I'm yeah. not going to like die on the right. court. Now that includes your menstruation. And it always has included that, but it's optional. Optional. Yeah, and, and probably just have you started your period yet so that they know, like, if you have an issue, like, whatever, the coaches right. know how to treat you. Yes, I take this medicine for my period. I have to take it. So this well, is I would like, assume if I you understand that. I would assume they kept it optional if you did have, like, extenuating circumstances that right. you wanted to let the coach know you could choose to fill that out. Right. Right. If you but, had like medication that you took what? and you had, the coach had to yeah. hold it for you, whatever, like that's why it was optional. Yeah. You but have now to tell your coach. And yeah. they get to track your periods with yeah. you. Yeah. What? It's disgusting. It's disgusting. So you it's have to awful. go to your coach. Hey, just to let you know, I started my period on Saturday. Well, I mean, no. honestly, what? they'll just know that you're going to start yeah, your period because they've in got 20 your to 30 days. Yeah. Like, oh my God. God, it's disgusting. And as a coach, I wouldn't want to fucking know that. No, we need to do legitimately. I'd be like, fuck that law. I don't care. (laughs) What we need to do, we need to take immediate action and cut off federal funding to the state of Florida. Sorry, Aaron. No, it's fine. Do it. They need to be taken off the welfare books because they are a taker state. They take from the blue states. 100%. We need to impose a federal law and immediately cut them off from federal funding. 
Right. Also, I just don't understand the benefit to that. What is it's, the I point? Trans, it's, trans girls out of sports. That's all it yes. is. How does it's that trans, trans kids girls and, out of sports? Because they don't have periods. Because, yeah, so they so can they, just put on their no. Yeah, but yeah, but then they then they they're opening themselves up to more scrutiny. Why haven't yeah. you? Let's say you're a junior in high school. Why haven't you started your period? Right. Now you need a now, doctor's now. Now you're right. Yeah. Now you're opening up to more medical yeah. investigation. Right. It's and a step those, short and, of you need to change in front of your coach. Right. To and, prove that you have tits. I'm just and, saying that's what yeah. it's just short and, of. 100%. And it's also to track to make sure that girls are not getting abortions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is 100%. Like, we do not have a full abortion ban in Florida, which I'm shocked about. Shocked. But I'm sure it's coming down the pipeline. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it's, it is, Florida's scary. It sucks. You know what? And I don't even want to say that the weather's nice because it's not. It's a humid. It's a fucking humid. It's a moist vagina. <laughs> Not and the good kind awful. either. Like a stinky, no, like a like, stinky, dirty. Like vagina. you're getting over a yeast infection vagina. Oh. Yeah, you like guys. Ron DeSantis's <laughs> vagina by pearls. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. It's it's just it's a horrible. It's a horrible time to raise kids well, in you, Florida. You know what and they're I'm, doing though? I'm sad it, about it. Here's the scariest part, Aaron, is Florida's acting right now as a test subject for the states that would like to go this way. They're seeing how right. the country reacts. They're seeing right. how everybody reacts. For sure. Because there's a lot of MAGA people flocking to Florida in mass mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. live there under Ron DeSantis's rule. So regime. 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 Yeah. yeah. So there it's being served as a test subject. And Julie brought up a really good point a few minutes ago. If you think for a second. Places like Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana aren't going to follow suit immediately after. You're sorely mistaken. Right. Sorely. And what Texas. they're trying to do is they're trying to push trans people out. They're trying to push the gay people out. They're trying to push the people of color out. They want to make it a, a white majority controlled conservative country. That is right. what they're doing. And if that's the case that we have to to cut off funding to them. And I hate saying that. And here's why I hate saying it. I don't feel bad for Ron DeSantis. I feel bad for the families who can't afford to leave those places. I understand how generational poverty works. I understand how you get trapped in circumstances. I, 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 I comprehend all that. I intellectually understand how that happens. And it breaks my heart that there's so many children that are going to get caught up in this fucking nonsense but the mm -hmm. only way to kill a snake is to cut off its head. And mm -hmm. we have to make a stance and a point that we're not going to tolerate it in this country if that if we're going to truly live our ideals. Right. Like, you want to live there? Go live there. Live under these draconian, disgusting laws. But you're not going to get funding from the free part of this country. And by right. free, I mean freedom. You're, we're not going to support you anymore. Mississippi, Alabama, uh, Arkansas, Missouri, um, Louisiana, Oklahoma. they're all, they wouldn't function. The reason those people have health care is because of Washington, Oregon, California, uh, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Vermont. They are subsidized in the billions and billions and billions of dollars by the blue states. Mm -hmm. Their public school runs on it. Their Medicare runs on it. All of the bullshit that they get, their food stamp programs, is because of blue states. 
And it breaks my heart to have to say, we have to cut it. We have to fucking cut it. Cause I don't want to hurt those people. Those people aren't my enemy. They're not, they're not my fucking enemy. No, but how else are we supposed to are... stop this from spreading? Yeah. And there are blue families that live here. I don't, you know I, I know like, right? like it sucks. Totally. It sucks that there's some, cause like, I wouldn't say we're not, I don't want to say we're the minority because I don't really think we are a quote unquote minority. I think it's pretty even, but I think the problem is, is that we don't vote like we should in Florida. And I don't know why it's scary. And it's turning redder by the month. It's disgusting. It's so awful. Like I can't even imagine what it's going to look like in three years. Here's what I don't understand. That whole period thing. You're, (laughs) it's so invasive to women. Like you're a 12 or 13 year old girl having to go hand over to your coach, you know, that if you've started your fucking period or not. Uh, So a lot of times that's an embarrassing thing for a girl. Like if you don't understand it, if you feel feel like you're too young or like, you know, that stuff that kids get picked on for essentially is shit like that. Why aren't they having the guys do anything? What, I mean, what would they ask them? You have to put down a piece of paper if you've had your first heart on yet. Like, it's so fucked up. Yeah, like, why does it fucking cause, matter? Because the, the, the Republican men do not give a fuck about women. Like, they don't care about us. That's they want really they want us to be off. second class citizens and this is their way to do it. Like, they control women in whatever way possible. And the best way to control a woman is by her reproductive cycle period that is ridiculous I mean, it is talking about a, a reproductive cycle like women had have been so fetishized like that right. the, we've gotten to the point where women's tits have been treated like such a sexual commodity that when men see them and i'm using men as a gross statement don't fucking send me emails like when people see women using their breasts in public for what they're actually intended feeding a child, they lose their fucking minds. Right. Because they've been so programmed to treat them like sexual objects. They treat vaginas as sexual objects to the point where women can't talk about men consider it gross. If you talk about childbirth, menstruation, uh, yeast infections, anything that naturally occurs in a woman's vagina is treated as absolutely disgusting. And men shut it down and don't want to hear about it because they, we have been, we are overall, sex objects but mm-hmm. we the vagina is only there to accept a male penis that is that is what it's intended to do and that it's what it's going to be used for even though they will claim that we should our job is to reproduce and be moms and be at home and be all these things but they don't want to think about how that happens they just want to be able to stick their dick inside and and let it blow out and let the magic happen they don't want to know of any of the pain or suffering or anything that goes on behind that that that's women's work that's women's mm-hmm. problems and mm-hmm. it just I don't know how women in, in, in the year of our Lord and Savior, Taylor Allison Swift, 2023, <laughs> still vote Republican. Yeah. Even if you have conservative values, even if you think it should, like Christianity is the number one religion, even if you think that there's a problem at the border, even if you think that every person should be able to be armed, even if you believe all of those things, how do you still vote objectively against your own gender? How? How? Yeah. And it's funny because like a lot of the women that vote Republican 
do so because they are so conditioned to be that submissive wife, that submissive person, that submissive woman. They don't even understand that they could still vote Democrat and get everything they're wanting, right? Like I'm voting Democrat and I don't necessarily think that every person should not have a gun. I'm voting every, Democrat. Every person in this country should not have a gun. Well, no. And I, I am pro-gun. But I'm just and saying, like, I don't, but I'm saying, like, mm -hmm. not every, I don't feel like guns should be outlawed. Right. Right. Like, I'm not saying take away our Second Amendment rights. Like, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, if a, if a Republican woman could just actually look at, like, what a Democratic woman is actually voting for, they would see, like, oh, like, that's everything that I kind of want for myself. Like, I want to be able to control my body. I want to be able to make my own medical decisions. I want to be able to live my own life without a man. Like, I really think that the battered woman syndrome is so much deeper and runs so much more rampant in our country than anywhere else in this entire world, because it has been so indoctrinated that women need men to survive. And it is disgusting and it's unfortunate. And it is like the amount of friends that I have, women friends that I have, straight women friends that I have that decide to stay with their abusive fucking husbands or boyfriends is disgusting. It is disgusting. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And it's, you accept the love you think you deserve. And it's because it's been beaten into their fucking skulls that this is all they should be allowed to get. And that is disgusting. And it's, it's so unfortunate that they are brought up in these communities that have raised them to believe that they are not worth more. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's ultimately what it is. It all starts in the fucking home and it starts with fucking Christianity where they, oh, I'm submissive. I'm going to be submissive. wife. I'm going to clean the house and I'm going to have babies. I'm going to be submissive, submissive, submissive to my husband. Fuck that. Fuck that. I will never submit to a man. Fuck that. Not even Chris oh. Evans. Oh. <laughs> I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but not like forever, just in sex. Like maybe I don't put it in my butt. I might. Yeah. Well, that took a, we took a hard turn on that. Part of your butt. I mean, shout out to my fellow teenage girls that use their period as an excuse to get out of PE because that's going to be a thing of the past. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I did not, but yeah. Oh my God. One time. Okay. So listen to this. I love PE. <laughs> I, I was, I, I was like, <laughs> I think it was 12. <laughs> I think it was like 12 and I was like, whatever age that is, whatever grade that is. Right. Like, what is that? Eighth grade? Add five. Six. I don't know. Either way. So like, I'm like, you know, we're doing, we're doing the presidential fitness test and I'm like doing my crunches da da da, and then it's next pull-ups. I'm doing, going to do my pull-ups and my uh, like gym teacher assistant because in the town I grew up in, the gym teacher assistant didn't even have a fucking degree, but she was a gym teacher assistant, whatever. So she pulls me aside and she's like, um, I think you started your period because we had to wear white shorts and green t-shirts. Yeah. So everybody saw that I started my period in my white shorts. You've got some oh. like fucking childhood trauma that I can't yes, even. does. Yeah, yeah. You've got some shit in your. Yeah. Yeah, I got some shit. I got some real fucking stinky shit. And you know what? I still don't think that I need to share my fucking period with my goddamn coach. Uh, right. Fuck right. Florida. 
life hack. If anybody didn't know that, you subtract five from whatever age you are, and it tells you what grade you were in. Oh. Hmm. I learned that the other day, and I was like, well, hmm. that's good to know. Okay. okay. That's good to know. So we are going to, and my things you should know and probably don't, uh, I'm going to do this month Black History Month edition. Oh, nice. Even though like the idea of Black History Month in and of itself is incredibly racist because we literally gave them the shortest month of the year. Um, you know what? Uh, I'm so excited to hear it because in Florida, we don't have it at all. So there you go. Okay. You, I'm sorry. You you don't have Black History Month in Florida? Um, Did you not see what happened in Miami? They no, literally no. put a fucking, like, wrapped a police vehicle in Black History Month stuff, and it was all Africa. It had nothing to do with anything that happened in America with Black people in Miami, because Miami is so anti-Black people. I, oh. It's fucked up. How do you live there? Believe me. Just come to I, California, bro. Like, I'm trying. Listen, I, I gotta... I, I, I quit my job. What else do you want me to do? <laughs> Get here. Get here. Okay, Jackie, go. Sorry. Okay. So today we're going to talk about uh, Mary Kenner, who um, actually invented the first, what we would consider now maxi pad for women, which is kind of poetic justice to what we were just discussing. So um, I'm going to read this little excerpt and it's from uh, the history channel. So you probably learned about George Washington Carver in high school, but you've probably never heard of Mary Beatrice Davidson Kenner. She's the African-American woman we can thank for inventing the sanitary belt in 1957. Oh my God. That was the year my mother was born. Right. What'd they do before that? Okay. And revolutionizing women's lives across the entire globe. Before her invention, women were still using cloth pads and rags during their periods, which made it difficult to work outside of the home for fear of accidents. Kenner's simple ideal was to create an adjustable belt with a moisture-proof pocket for napkins. When Kenner invented her modern-day maxi pad, it was illegal for African-American women to apply for patents. 1957! That's disgusting. Black women, could, my mother was alive, could not. Not that, not that long ago. But that didn't deter her. She continued to perfect her sanitary belt. And decades later, she was able to patent it and several other inventions as well. And although Kenner never gained wealth or recognition for many of her inventions, of she not. is still the only African-American woman in history to file five patents that solves real problems for women. Wow. What were the other ones? Do we know? I don't have those pulled up. Oh, okay. I remember my mom telling me when she bought my first like pads when I was a kid, telling me about the belts, like she used them. So I'm going to do one more. Yeah, it's crazy. That's, it's not that long ago, you guys. No, like, I think really people, not. people treat like, when people say things like, why don't they just get over it? I've never owned a slave. And I'm using quotes like, as that disgusting misnomer of, they should be over things. They don't realize how long Jim Crow laws were in effect in this country right. that still prohibited black people from being able to live have, a life, live a, life yeah. a productive, contributing member to society without awesome. having to jump over every obstacle. How do you pronounce the, um, it's just, it's a city in Florida, Aaron, O-C-O-E-E. 
Okie. What oh what is it? O C O E E. O C O E? I don't even know. O C O E. Okay. So this is the election day massacre. So on February 3rd, 1870, the 15th amendment was ratified, giving the African-American the right to vote, not women, men, African-American men had the right to vote before women by election day, 1920, it had been legal for 50 years, but many black citizens didn't exercise their right to vote out of fear of retribution. Those fears came true in Oakey, Florida on November 12th, or November 2nd, 1920, which ultimately ended as the most violent day in American election history. Wow. On November 1st, the Ku Klux Klan members marched in robes carrying crosses and threatening violence if any black men attempted to vote in Oki. But African-American Mose no- Moses no- Norman who was prominent landowner, chose to exercise his democratic right anyway. When Norman approached the polls, a crowd was at the entrance to stop Blacks from casting votes. Norman left and returned with a group of Black citizens demanding to vote, but they again were turned away. An altercation ensued. Norman retreated to the home of his friend, civil rights activist Julius Perry, who went by July Perry, leaving the white mob enraged. The mob of mostly KKK members went looking for Norman and any other a black person trying to assert black man trying to assert their vote right to vote the mob headed to perry's home but norman was gone they questioned perry and a gunfight ensued perry was arrested quote unquote and lynched november 3rd 1920 so the next day they lynched him 1920 jesus but the white mob didn't stop there they continued from house to house firing guns and torching homes turning the day into a gruesome racial purging that ended with the most murder of between 30 that ended with murders of between 35 and 50 black Oki residents, every house in Oki's Methodist quarter, plus the school and the African Methodist Episcopal church were set on fire. Soon after most African-Americans that survived moved away, including Norman who left Florida for New York, where he lived until his death in 1949. Jeez. That's so sad. It's super sad. So again, we talk about these things as if they happened in the 1600s or the 1700s, like at the founding of America, or when they say the civil rights after the um, civil war, it was all over. No, a lot of our grandparents were alive during this time. A lot of them. I just don't understand, like, why? Why are people so filled with hatred that they would kill someone else because of the color of their skin? I think it's generational. It's the same worries in a lot of people are religious. They're taught it. They don't know. They're taught it, and it's also fear of the unknown. You're different. You do things differently than me, so that's scary. It's just so disgusting. It's entitlement, if you want to get mm-hmm. down to it. Yeah. They think they're entitled to. They considered Black people less than them. Because they were slaves when they were brought here. A lot of people still do. That that, that yeah. hasn't gone away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, look at Ron fucking DeSantis. Fucking racist fuck. <laughs> so, I'm going to keep reading facts we didn't learn in school about American history or uh black well yeah no american history <laughs> it just happens to be focused on black history this month um 
You know, yep. I don't even think about how fucking disrespectful that is that if we give him the shortest month of the fucking 28 year. 28 days. That mm-hmm. kind of, that fucking pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I was I, all, oh, I hope that's an oversight. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't. How is that a fucking oversight? Everybody knows there's only know. 28 days in fucking February. Like, that is just so fucked up. All that right, sucks. Julie. Space Corner. Go. Five minutes. Okay, so... Poor Julie, after all that super heavy stuff. We're like, Space Corner! Well, hi! Hello! <laughs> Make it light! Make it light! Because I can't deal with much else! <laughs> so we have found 12 new moons. This is... Astro Alexander taught me this. There... We have found 12 new moons in of Jupiter. Jupiter has... We Don't found 12 like new moons since December. No, listen, I'm getting it. Okay. We found 12 <laughs> we found 12 more moons that Jupiter has making that since December that making Jupiter have 93 moons which what beats which beats Saturn who originally had the more moons of 83. This one doctor, Dr. Scott has found 63 of Jupiter's 93 moons. The reason it's so hard to find Jupiter and Saturn's moons and why it's a big deal when we find them is because the reflection that comes off of those planets is so strong, it's hard to detect what's a moon and what's not. Um, but they're, they know that there's more. They, they know that both planets have more moons, but um they're obviously they're going to keep looking but this dr scott has found 63 of jupiter's 93 moons now correct me if i'm wrong jewel isn't jupiter the oldest planet in our solar system i don't know let me look that up that we found let me see yeah they think there is another planet that's has a ten thousand year um orbit around the sun that so we haven't even encountered it yet but i believe jupiter is the oldest which is why it's also considered it seemed to be very greedy at the beginning and like you can't even step foot on jupiter's surface because it's like mush yeah it's mush so it says here Jax, that it it was formed less than three million years after the birth of our solar system making it the oldest planet saturn was right after that um it says jupiter gobbled such a large portion of the outer disk from saturn um that's probably why it has all those moons probably 93 of them so far that's fucking interesting could you imagine looking up in the sky and seeing 93 moons never amazing we're such a little baby planet like we're i know like we're like it's a moon yeah we have one we have Mm -hmm. one moon and it's the moon like it doesn't even have like some cool name like i'm gonna give you homework i'm gonna give you homework jewel Hold on, let me put in my notes. The I've next, done a lot of homework today. The next space corner, mm-hmm. I want to hear about the lost two minutes of Neil Armstrong's first transmission to Houston. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's like, that'll be good. She hasn't even done it yet. She's like, yeah, some people say that he identified aliens up there and then NASA hit it. So I want to know if I just want to know if it's true. It's like, a big conspiracy theory. Yeah. So I want to hear um, the facts about it. Okay. That'll be homework. a good one. Yeah. You might have to give me more than five minutes on that one. Okay. I want to hear 
the facts and the conspiracy theory. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying let's differentiate between the two and get down to what the facts are. I knew there were fucking aliens up there. I knew it. All right. What's everyone obsessed with? Oh, um, so I am obsessed with the fact that my <laughs> sick family went back to work and school today. <laughs> I'm no longer a nursemaid. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, and also I've been at nighttime, um, binge watching Ginny and Georgia and I'm loving it. Is it I'm good? Actually, okay. It's so good. At like some points you're Are they like. Are Netflix? Yeah, uh, Netflix. Uh, <laughs> I gotta keep it, it now. On Netflix, yes. I was like, no, Hulu, because I usually only watch Hulu. But my 15-year-old's been, like, obsessed with Ginny and Georgia, like, for a long time. So I finally, like, committed to watching it. And I'm actually really sad that they just released the second season, and I didn't realize that. So I'm getting to the end of the second season, and I Googled, like, when does the third season come out? And it hasn't even been renewed. Which everybody knows it's going to be renewed, but there's no date. So I'm like, it's going to end and I'm going to have to wait like a year. But um, it's about a mom who had her daughter when she was 15. Um, The daughter's biracial. And the mom had to go through a lot of shit um, as a teen mom, but then into her 20s too. And the things that she's done to protect her, she has two kids now, um, are very controversial. Like, at some points you're like she's a terrible mom and at other points you're like no she did what she needed to do but also her relationship with her now 15 year old daughter you know like realizing the stuff that like they're going through as the 15 year old is kind of finding out some of the stuff that her mom has done um it's got um biracial characters that have issues it's got gay characters it's got um teenage angst drug use self-harm all the good things that you know like need to be talked about um on shows so i'm really enjoying it i really recommend it um i'm curious what other people think about it like if you guys watch it because like i said there's times where you're like the daughter is such a brat i can't even and then there's times when you're like, no, the mom is just a terrible mom. And then you go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. That Like, who's really, like, the bad one? Aren't we all the villain, though, at some point in our lives? We're all the good guy and we're all the villain. So right. I love shows like that that highlight. We're all fucking the good flawed. And the yeah. Right. We're all flawed. Right. The mom does these, like, things where you're like, like, the, <laughs> like she, the 15-year-old comes home and is like, I hate you. And the mom goes, I hate you. and i'm like oh my god i could never i could never tell my 15 year old i hate her never oh my gosh and then like there's other points where i'm like yeah no she reacted because she was a 15 year old mom and she like had to go through these things and grow up with her daughter so of course she responds this way you know it's just there's just so many things about it that i'm like right but no but yes but no you know so it's good i love when shows or movies put up a really good mirror to like the human experience because Mm -hmm. we've all had stages of our lives where we're the villain. We've all had them where we're the hero. Like we all experience those things. And I just love, because it's so easy to just like write a protagonist and a, and the bad guy, right? Like it's so easy to just fall into those tropes, but people are so fucking complicated. Like we're so very rarely one thing. Like, and I'll tell you like, 
it's not a spoiler. They tell you very early in the show. The mom kills the girl's stepdad because she watched him touch her too much during a yoga exercise. And she knew where it was going. And so she kills him. Kind of like a white oleander situation. Um, knowing that it couldn't be traced back to her, that it looks like a heart attack, whatever. So that he's gone and she gets to inherit his money and she gets to raise her kids with more money and she gets to protect her daughter from being sexually abused. So you're kind of like, meh, okay, I kind of get it. <laughs> the daughter finds out and is like, you're a monster. She's like, no, I was protecting you. And so they have this whole like back and forth about like, was that the right thing to do versus like she was 15. Like her, her brain chemistry is altered because of what she went through and she was mm -hmm. abused as a child. So she's already jaded. So, you know, like there's just so many thoughts that come up while watching this show of like, what would I have done? Well, that's yeah. such a good thought experiment too, because how do you explain to someone who's not, who has not, and listen, I'm not one of those people who's like, you'll never be a full human until you've experienced loving a child. Like yeah. I'm not one of those people at all. Thank like, no, 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 you. I'm not. But how Thank do you, you explain to someone who doesn't have the mental capacity yet to understand the world and it's like entirety? Because I do think that teenagers fall in love and it's real and it's like legitimate. To them, like, yes. Yeah. 100%. Like I'm not one of those people who's like, you don't even know what love is. Like to them, it's completely real. It's all consuming. But like, how do you explain to someone at that age the the lengths you would go to for your kid because right. there are no limits right like right and to put that into a context to make them understand like there's nothing i wouldn't have done to make sure that you were safe without right. making them think you're a fucking monster for having taken someone's that's, life like the exact definition of the show you just put it into words she's always telling her daughter everything i've done i've done to protect you well her daughter is like i've taken on you're like burdened Psychosis, now yeah. because now I'm burdened with this truth that I know and I can't turn you in, but murder is wrong. Well, that goes into another thought experiment too, right? Does the parent pass on the sins of the parent to the child, even if it was with good intent? Literally yeah. what the daughter yeah. says word for word. I'm available show. Netflix the daughter self-harms because she feels like she is a reflection of her mom who's a monster because people say oh you're just like your mom and she's like and now I hold the burden and I'm lying to people about what you did you know aren't so... we all warped perceptions though of our parents oh, we're all warped reflections yep we sure the fuck are. God, I but now she has therapy. to live with the murder that she didn't even commit that her mom put on her. So that's why she self harms. And... The sins of the father. Yeah. So everybody go watch this really happy, fun family show. <laughs> it sounds great. It sounds like a great time. But it's a great thought experiment. Right. It's it's brought How? up so many thoughts and like, damn, and the things you do to your kids that you don't even realize you do because you're putting burdens on them. If you're, you want to be honest with your kids, you want to tell them about your experiences because you have to make yourself human to your kids, especially when they're teenagers. It's a thing I've talked about with my daughters before, like that I am going through the same things that you are. I'm, this is my first time having a 15 year old. So yes, you're 15 for the first time, but I'm also 
a 15 year old's mom for the first time too. So we're going through this together. We're going to learn things together. I'm not perfect. I'm human too. And there's like this age from zero to, I don't know what point 15 ish where your mom is perfect. Your mom is your mom. Your mom is the person that gives you food that puts, tells you to wear a jacket that drives you around. And your mom is like not human. And then there comes this point where your mom makes mistakes and you start to realize my mom doesn't know everything. My mom makes mistakes. My mom's human too. And then you have to wrap your brain around the fact that your mom is just another person and a woman and she's not superhuman. And then that just changes your brain chemistry too, because you're like, holy shit, you know? And like how hard that is. Who was the writer that, go ahead. Sorry. It's okay. It's hard to put into words and it's hard to explain to your kids, but you go through it together. And it's the day it's that great innocence when shows is lost. That. It's the day yeah. that innocence is lost. When you can pinpoint the day that you realize your parents aren't are just humans. Are just they people. make mistakes too. They're people. It yeah. Your childhood's over that day. Uh, that sucks. That that's what it is, sad. right? And for this some people, bleak. hey, if you're lucky enough Podcast to make it bleak. <laughs> if you're lucky enough to make it to 15 thinking that, you're fucking lucky. A lot yeah. of kids figured that out at six, eight, three. Yeah, I guess. But it's a it's one of those things that like having daughters that like really um is gonna always stick with me you know there's all these things that stick with you being a parent that you know like not losing yourself that's a big thing in the mom world is like not losing your sense of self and I think one of the like big things that sticks with you forever is the day you realize like that your mom is just a woman doing her best and not superhuman doesn't know everything you think your teachers know everything you think your mom knows everything and then realizing, nope, she's just a person that had a baby and she's trying yeah. to do what she needs to do. Yeah. All right, Aaron. God, <laughs> right? Like, how the <laughs> fuck do I follow that? Jesus Christ. Um, I have a few things that I'm obsessed with. You got two so, minutes, so. That's bullshit because Stacey just had like a fucking half hour. That's bullshit. No. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> my bad. My no, bad. You'll get five. You'll get five. I'll get five minutes. No, no, no. It actually was really. I was actually very involved in what you were saying because I found out. It's funny because what you said. Like I'm going to go back to what she's saying. So this is not my two minutes. Um, it's interesting because I feel like I have recently found out that my mom wasn't perfect, and. It's hard for me to know that now and to be like, that's why I have so many traumas. So I wish that I would have had those moments of when my mom, like figuring out that my mom wasn't perfect way back when, because now it wouldn't be such a fucking. No, Aaron, you, that the difference with you is you knew your mom wasn't perfect, but instead of accepting that she wasn't, you internalized it in yourself and said, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> it's you. It's not that but she's also, not. I did it wrong. I think yeah, it's very natural very to when a person passes away to hold them on a pedestal yeah, and only sure. think of the good. Yeah. So that probably blocked a lot of your thought process of I'm not going to think of anything bad she did. Yeah. No. And like I actually said to my therapist, like I was like, I feel bad like being angry with her because she's gone. Like why would exactly. I be exactly? 
And she's exactly. like, no, you're still, you can still miss her. Like both things can be true. You can still miss her and be angry with her. Like for right this, for your past traumas. Like that's still okay. Everything's fine. And like, it doesn't mean that you hate your mom and you don't right. miss her. And you, and I just, it's so, it's, it's interesting because like, I, I don't know if I can literally pinpoint a moment when I thought my mom is not perfect well, until that- I was, until she was gone. And then I was like, oh yeah, like a lot of the shit that I struggle with is because of things that happened when I was a kid and da da da. And it's just interesting. It's so interesting. And I think that, that would you say, would you say Jackie, the moment of innocence, like the moment when your innocence, what did you say? How did you phrase it? Oh, oh innocence lost. Yeah. yeah. Innocence lost. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I just like, I, well, you're well, grown up then you get it. Yeah. You I think it. that like, like that old thing of don't speak ill of the dead is so like not fair. It, yeah. it makes you feel guilty for th- even thoughts of bad right. about somebody right. that's passed away when that is not fair and that's not real. Right. And it's not that you don't still miss them or love them just right. because you're speaking speaking truth about them, whether or not it's ill or not. Like right. it's, it's so it's interesting. You're so you're so right. Like that that whole saying of like don't don't speak poorly about people who've passed. It's like, why not? Like just because I they like I still miss my mom and I love her and I miss her more than any person I've ever missed before. Um, but yeah, like going through therapy like this time has really shed a lot of light on stuff and it's interesting. It's just I just thought that was that was a really good I I didn't mean to be like you took all up so much time like like I just I I was very interested in everything you said so I just wanted to tell you that so anyway explaining little fish uh, you know anything (laughs) it's my birth month allow it to happen all right (laughs) it's my birth month all right so anyway um the number one thing that I'm obsessed with is the last of us so good that Last? I'm all caught up, people. I'm all oh caught my up. God. Did you just say it's so good and you like it? So good. So I told you, good. Really, I fucking told I'm you. I'm so glad you like oh it. Oh my so god. Good. Was Stacy, you're caught up, right? Nope. But oh, it's okay. Shit. It. Oh. It's okay. Are you sure? I'm, Are you sure? I'm gonna wait until there's like three or four episodes to binge watch it because I can't do this once a week thing. So okay. it's fine if you talk about it. I don't mind. All right. Well, this this past episode was one of the best episodes of TV I've ever watched in my whole life. It was like, so good. Nice. It was so good. It was the storytelling was fucking phenomenal. Um Nick Offerman, he was the perfect person to play that role. So good. Right like it was so perfect. Everything about it and I love Murray Bartlett. Like he's one of my very favorite actors of this like new generation like I love him. I love him. And I'm like, there was everything I wanted in an episode I got, except obviously the end was really sad, but whatever. But like, but it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. It was so good. It was literally perfect. There's not anything that I would have changed about it. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. The writing was perfect. The fucking storytelling, like as a writer, I aspire to tell a story like that where you can make someone fall in love with two characters in such a short span of time. I just thought it was just perfect. It was just perfect. I, I cannot say enough great things about this show. Like I think I cannot even wait for the rest of the season. Like if see, if episode three was this good, what the fuck is the, are the rest of the episodes going to be like, like 
I cannot even wait. Like Melanie Linsky's going to be in the next episode. Like I'm just, I can't even fucking wait. Like I'm just it so was excited. So, it was done so well. Because right? I saw all the TikToks and stuff. There's a lot of really conservative people that are very angry about very this episode. Angry, like very yeah. angry. So I was like, oh It God. follows the video game. Well, I was like, is it really, did they really play up? Like they, it was such a beautiful love story. Right. right. Like, it was it a wasn't... little departure from the game, but it wasn't like, anything that made like the no, game it told, no longer it, it, it told the story because i've been playing the game because you ha- you have to have a playstation and kennedy has a playstation <clears throat> the game heavily touches on it but how i don't want to give too much away because stacy hasn't seen it <laughs> but okay. how but how the end of that episode ended is not exactly what happens right. in the game right that's what i read but, but it's it references the same idea that they were together and right. you know, he, whatever. And it, it was, it was, it so was, good. it was, the it was game so is so good too. Like it, that, that I will rewatch all those episodes because yep. they are so freaking. Yeah. And, I, and I knew when I saw that episode, Aaron, I thought of you specifically. I was like, Oh my God, Aaron's going to love this fucking episode. Yeah. It was so <laughs> good. Like, I like so and I've always been like a huge fan of Pedro Pascal like I just think he's a phenomenal actor and I just have been so in love with him as an actor and everything he's done that like now seeing him in this role where he's just so just a guy he's just this guy that's been hardened by everything that's fucking happened to him like it's just so fucking good like I just love it I love it that is what I'm 100% obsessed with but the next thing I'm obsessed with is my next post-apocalyptic like fucking obsessive show and that's The Walking Dead. I had never caught up since like season nine. So like I have been binging all of the episodes. So like I'm through season 10. I'm on to season 11. Isn't season 12 the last season, Stacey? Season 12 is the last season. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm I obviously I've been kind of spoiled with a couple things because I just couldn't wait. So I looked it up. But like that show is so I read this tweet that was like the last of us did in one episode what the walking dead failed to do in 12 seasons and I no. don't I don't disagree with that like I no. is so you well like wait till you see this episode first but second I love the walking dead I think it's amazing and I think even some of the dumb storylines I'm like like the whispers, I'm like fuck the whispers. Oh yeah, that, that sucked. Fucking alpha, like that fucking weirdo and her fucking southern accent. I could literally, I would. Yeah. Sometimes I hear it in my dreams, and I'm like, ugh. But like, the just the way that The Walking Dead has handled some of like the later seasons has just been kind of like upsetting because the first seasons were so phenomenal, right? Like, but I know every show goes through ebbs and flows, but. Um, and the next thing that I'm obsessed with Jesus. is, oh, I know it's, it's She's a been lot. busy. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I am 30,000 words into my next book and it, it just feels really good to write again. I'm nice. just very excited about it. So that's it. Nice. Actually, Jackie, I do want to talk to you. I feel like I need to run some shit by you. Okay. Okay. Cool. And I, well, we'll talk about it afterwards. So oh, what yeah, are you yeah, obsessed yeah. with? Mine's going to be short. Um, I have been loving the game, The Last of Us. I played it for nine straight hours the other day. It was my what? day off. It was, I well, the, it. Our, 
this area has been literally shut down because we've had ice storms and there's literally not snowstorms, ice storms. There's literally on my driveway about five and a half inches. It's ice. Every they they couldn't even get the snow plows out for three days because it's it, the, our entire town's literally been an ice skating rink, um, which is fun. I enjoy stuff like that. I like it, you know, because it's like you can really like. There's nothing to really go do. I mean, you know, you can't go out and go do anything. It's like you're kind of stuck at home. But I don't I don't mind being stuck at home when it's like snowing and terrible outside. Um, so anyways, yeah, so that, and then there's this movie I watched that everybody on here would love. It's called uh, You People with Jonah Hill. And I've heard it a lot is, about it. Oh Me my too. God, it was so funny and good. Like it's about Jonah Hill um, starts, he starts dating a black girl and it kind of goes into, well, definitely goes into like the insensitivity that people can have, like, um, it just, it goes into racial issues and stuff like that. And it was just real and how, and it was, I just thought it was so well made And Jax, if you watch it, the mom on there reminds me so much of mom. Like, like, Julie like Louis Dreyfus? you don't have to whisper your mom. I was like, that is our mom. Isn't like, it Julia Louis Dreyfus? Isn't that the mom? Yes. Yes. And, but her trying to be understanding of black people but how insensitive she comes across <laughs> i mean just nailed my mom like this mom <laughs> tries to like instead of just looking at his girlfriend as the woman he's dating she very specifically looked at her as the black woman he's dating right. and it was just how they go into it and, and she was it kind of does well at playing both sides. You kind of feel bad for her in a sense because you can tell that, like, throughout the show, she was trying. And I just so connected with her and how my mom would be, not necessarily with Black people, but just with when we first come out being gay or whatever, just how she can so insensitively not realize what the fuck is coming out of her mouth and you're like shut the fuck up like <laughs> stop you but know she's I trying know, so i you know you're do? just but, poor donna poor donna totally oh, and donna. then <laughs> she's trying in her own way but how it can come across is so demeaning and it was just such a good it was a really really good movie so and jonah hill's fucking awesome so yep, if you haven't seen always. it, definitely watch. It has Eddie Murphy in it. Oh, I love uh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's the girl's dad, and um, it was just it was it was a fucking great. And he so Jonah Hill has a podcast with his uh, lesbian black best friend, and how she's always like checking him and like pointing things out, like fool, you don't realize that you just did that. Like it's just how how they banter and stuff. The, the show was, or the movie was so funny. Like, I, I loved it. So if you haven't seen it, it's definitely, definitely worth a watch. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. That and that damn video game that I can't get off of. Uh, so what I'm obsessed with this week is in my quest to to read my books this year, I reread one of my favorites, um, which the reason I reread a book, I very, very, very rarely reread books like very rarely but I was looking through all the new books I had and I was like eh, I just wasn't really feeling any of them like it's not that I don't want to read them I just wasn't feeling them this week so I reread 
my most favorite book of all time, which is Memnock the Devil by Anne Rice. Um, and it is a spin-off of Lestat, the vampire from the Vampire Diaries. Um, and it's mm-hmm. one of his little like adventures, trials, or whatever. And I remember how much I loved it. Um, Anne Rice is probably wordy. <laughs> she's very wordy, 100 percent There's like an entire hundred page section where she like describes the earth where I was like, Oh my God, I remember why I skipped this part where it's painful to get through, but she's so thought provoking. Um, what the essence of Memnock, the devil is, is he Memnock is the devil's real name. And he's essentially trying to get Lestat to replace him, like take over his mantle as being the devil. But what I've always found really compelling about it is he's trying to explain to Lestat that the devil is neither good or evil and neither is God. They just exist. And all of the like hullabaloo that we've blown up around both of them is like man created that like God essentially created this world and he doesn't give a shit what happens to it. It was just something he did like at a board Saturday. And now we're all toiling over the repercussions of that. And Memnock came in and tried to essentially, he fell in love with a, a mortal woman and in in turn fell in love with humanity because he saw things he loved about the woman that he fell in love with in humanity and, and wanted to save it, but it's, it's gotten twisted over the millennium that he's existed. And so it's, it's this really fascinating take on religion and like religious complications and good and evil. And like, what really is evil? Like evil there's definite lines that everyone would deem as evil or immoral or, you know, you're hell bound for it. And then there's a lot of fucking gray area that evil and good is in the eye of the beholder and your upbringing. And it was just such a good reflection that life is such a kaleidoscope of the things we experience and the people that we interact with. And like, the good and the bad and the and the the painful and the happy and like all of these things shape our worldview and that is our worldview is then the lens that we view good and evil through and it, it's such a good book it's such a good book she is wordy she is but i i do love <laughs> her and uh it's if you can skip past that hundred page part where she talks about the green grass and the fucking trees and like whatever like we all know what the earth looks like like it's not a fucking surprise but like the the thought experiment that's attached to it is really really good and it was compelling and i like thinking about things and i like exploring the what our purpose is here and like why humanity exists and like those things are all interesting to me and so i truly enjoy having different lenses to explore those those slivers that we all share because there are some things that are universal and there are some things that are so deeply personal that you will never probably share your exact experience with anyone else on the planet and this book does a a good way of trying to explain that in the most sweeping terms possible and i just it's really it's an excellent book so if you have the opportunity to read memnock the devil with an open mind, it's it's extraordinary. I'm glad you started with your favorite book. That has been your favorite book almost as long as I've known you. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that's like a really good idea to start with your favorite because that's going to like encourage you to want to read more. Because I'm it's having not, a hard time. It's not the first book I read this year, but yes. It's I'm the having first a hard time getting book. back into reading. I've read two nonfiction books already, but this was the first fiction book that I delved into. So, yeah. You know what was... books I could reread and I'm not a reader by any means? The Vampire Diaries. So read Memnock the Devil. This is a spinoff of it. Oh, no, I meant Twilight. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how many Very times I've read. Things. Yeah. Twilight. I not do vampires. I don't know what it is about. Yeah, me. that's what I told Jax too. I was, we were on our way to Mexico. Jax had been trying to get me to read Twilight for like two months. And I kept saying, I have no interest in the supernatural whatsoever. Yeah. I oh, read books so that weird. are, they're fiction, but they're like, you know, real. I have no interest in supernatural. And we were on our way to Mexico and I forgot my book and I was so mad. And she said, well, I have Twilight you could borrow. I was upset. <laughs> Our entire trip, I had to buy. We were in Mexico, and I had to go out she in went town to find Twilight, the second <laughs> book, the second one <laughs> in English. She was in a Twilight I, bug. I, Aaron, I read, you never read Twilight. Oh no, I've read all the Twilight oh. books. I just there's something about vampires that just does not like sit well with me. The <laughs> stat is such a compelling character to me because I think he's so well written. Because I think he represents the very best and the very worst of us. Well, He's like, such a complicated character in her I think world. Maybe I need to read her instead of watching the Vampire Diaries or the or yes. the one hundred percent. What is yes. it? The, what is it? Interview the with the vampire. Interview. Yeah, I watch that and I'm like, Tom Cruise, you're not a fucking vampire. Like, I'm sorry, no, I don't believe no, this. Lestat is probably the most comprehensive and compelling character that i've ever read and you know the only books that i've ever read by ann rice are the sleeping beauty (laughs) i mean which are very good there's there's ann rice books i mean i've read everything she's ever written but there are books that i i mean i don't like all of every i'm not a fan of every book she's ever written like there are some that i've read them and i'm like "Eh." there's some that i haven't finished there's some that i've gotten three quarters through and got like stopped but this one, Memnock the Devil, I truly believe is like her best work. And it's so crazy that it's a spinoff of like the the Vampire Chronicles, which is Lestat's story, essentially, which is where Interview with the Vampire comes from. Okay. The only two authors I can say I've loved every book of is Jody Pico and Judy Bloom. Mm-hmm. Every Mine's book- Eric Zach and Jackie D. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's it for us this week we were you know i put out a uh time frame on this no one follows it i'm Listen. sorry it was my fault it was it totally your fault. fault it's it wasn't your us. fault we it's all, all like it's my fault no, too because like i just went fucking nuts on ron De- dick santis have a great weekend everyone stay out of florida yeah right don't Facts. Yeah. Stay the fuck away from Florida. Unless you're just this coming is like to a general me. health announcement. Just stay Unless you're just coming to visit me and stay at my house and like have me wine and dine you because listen. I refuse to give tax dollars to Florida. I know, but I'm a really good host. Okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye, Mom. Fierce Fan Media.